Well, praise the Lord. Welcome to the Discover Your Ministry Platinum Review Roundtable. I'm here today in this incredible Legacy Center upper room with my beautiful wife. Jerry Morrow is in the house. Apostle Fernando Garay, one of the Spanish voices of Dr. Morris Cirillo, one of the great. And then the French voice, our Vice President of Ministries, the one and only Mark Misson. Mark, the people love when you're on the Facebook Live, and now we have a French Facebook Live as well. And so if you speak French or you know somebody that speaks French, Mark, how do they find you on Facebook? Very easy. You just go to Maurice Cerillo Francophonie. I love it. And uh, you can join the almost 5,000 French-speaking students that are now registered for the daily online school of ministry. You know, Mark, honey, Fernando, we sat in this upper room with brother and sister Cirillo. It was the last time that we really met together as a team before he went home in that incredible chariot of fire to be with the Lord and left this mantle, left this school of ministry, and he left us with a commission. And I just think he would be so proud of every one of our students, every one of God's students, every one of you who are in an incredible discovery. And Fernando, this has been an amazing week. This is really one of the great heartbeats of Dr. Morris Cirillo. His heart was not that people would discover his ministry, but that through his ministry, people would discover their ministry. I mean, that's really the story of the four of us yes. <laughs> around this table. You know, we have said it so many times, you know, we're just like you are. We're receiving, we're students, we are giving like you're giving, we're taking the quizzes and we're being blessed and we're hearing the voice of God just challenge us remind us that he sees something greater in you and he sees something greater for you yes. than you see for yourself. Fernando, what an impact this ministry has had. I, I'm telling you, I'm sitting here and, and, and the four of us have been affected and, and everyone that's seeing right now, it's not by coincidence, there's an impartation, there's something taking place in the, in the spirit world that's coming here on earth, on earth as it is in heaven, and we are part of that. I mean, it is just an awesome experience that we, us four are here right now and living, and we're about to hear testimonies of this school of ministry of how God just went and, and touched people as they were viewing, and it's going to be incredible. I'm just happy to be here. Mark, what an outpouring of just the love of God. I think Brother Cirillo really kind of helped us to redefine what ministry is. And, and you know, we know that we are in the right place. Yes. And you need to know that you are definitely in the right place because not a man, but God himself said, I don't want this ministry to ever die. Amen. That Amen. means God has provided for this ministry to go on through your life. Amen. This is not Maurice Cerillo anymore. It's about you. Amen. It's about your ministry doing the work of God. Amen. And you know, honey, what I really love is the messages are timeless. They are. The anointing is the anointing. God 
is not limited to a room, but God is a spirit, like Brother Cirillo taught us. He's not just limited to a particular conference. And I just think that the voice of Morris Cirillo now is probably needed like it was never needed before. Who would have known that there would have been a COVID? Who would have known that there would just be a world that is in just such confusion and division and even the body of Christ confused and really put on the sideline? And here is a message that is calling believers to come back from the sideline, get their uniform on, get back in the game. Mm -hmm. Amen, and I love how Dr. Cirillo keeps it so simple. It's not so complicated that you need to go out and have a big church, and but just very simple. The Lord has called you as a minister, a full-time minister, and we all see people with needs around us, and uh, God is releasing us to show the love of God to others, and he, he keeps it so simple, and I love what how he does the teaching on this. I know, it really is. You know, you were thinking this was going to be some teaching about the lightning bolts, you know, coming, and, you know, just the, you know, raising the dead and opening. See, all of those things happen, but Brother Strollo really brought us down to where the rubber meets the road and reminded us that really true ministry is just a manifestation of the love of God. You know, we want faith and we want power, but the Bible says that faith works by love. And I could just remember session after session, and we're going to go through just for a few minutes, we want to take you through the seven incredible sessions, and uh, you're going to get ready for your end of course certificate of completion quiz where you're going to have your name personally engraved on a beautiful certificate signed by David Cirillo, Teresa Cirillo. You know, I love it because it's the Morris Cirillo School of Ministry, and then it has Discover Your Ministry, the name of the school, and then it's signed by Teresa and, and David, and so it really is just a very uh, special gift that you will cherish but I just was thinking about these seven courses and how Brother Cirillo really was a weeping prophet and how he stood in front of the people and talked to them about just his heart for the sick, his heart for the needy. He was never somebody that was just trying to get on a platform to have a big meeting to bring attention to himself. He was a man that was incredibly moved by the love of God. So Father, today we just thank you for your servant. We thank you for Teresa and Lord David and how you have brought him, Lord, to stand by the side of this incredible legacy. And Lord, these precious students, these precious friends, these precious partners, many who are discovering the voice of God through the life of Morris Cirillo for the first time, and then many of us rediscovering it and hearing it again and again and again. And so, Father, we just thank you that you would take all of the glory and that, Lord, there would be great fruit that would yes. remain yes. in Jesus' mighty name. And everybody said amen and amen. So here's how we're going to do this. We're going to just go through each of the seven days, and uh, one of us We'll hit some of the key points from that day. You can be sure that if we're talking about something uh, in this roundtable, you're going to find it on your quiz. 
and we're so proud of you. Over 2,500 of you have taken and passed the Proof Producer quiz. And so after this Discover Your Ministry course, our next course, I think really one of the incredible revelations, gifts that God gave to the church and to the world through Morris Rillo is the new anointing. And it is a breakthrough message for victory over unanswered prayer. And so please help us help you to build God, this incredible army, invite your friends, anybody that you know that wants God to use their life in a greater way. Well, day one, as we said on day one, only Morris Cirillo could start a school of ministry with two prophetic words from God. And I tell you what, they set, they set the stream, they set the sails for this entire school of ministry. Number one, I love this, Brother Cirillo said that God is ushering in a new era of evangelism. And he began to unpack that, and he began to uh, open that up to us during the seven days. And so we won't preempt some of those days, but really what he was trying to say to us is it's not all about the big evangelist, it's not all about having a platform in an auditorium, but it's really just about meeting needs wherever you are. And Brother Strilla really began to talk to us about one-on-one -on -one evangelism. And you know, one thing that I know about ministry is that it is a process. And I forget, I think, uh, Fernando, I think you said that a couple of roundtables ago. And uh, it, it is really, a process. It stuck with me. It is a process. Uh, we go from uh, dimension to dimension. He'll take a step by step by step. And, and one time you might be uh, wanting to walk in a certain uh, miracle science and wondrous ministry, but no, first you have to do, learn other principles. And as you're faithful, God will just take us from glory to glory to glory. And may, he, sh he might show us the end from the beginning and we're excited. We see ourselves traveling worldwide or whatever they're calling us. And, and then we want to get that, like Joseph, you know, but it took a sure. process. It was Absolutely. a process, you know? Yeah, yeah, the Bible says, one of my favorite scriptures in the entire word of God is that it says, until the time came to fulfill Joseph's dream, the Lord tested his character. And so part of the process is what Jesus said, faithful in little, yes. faithful in more faithful in more, faithful in much. And so what God was looking at in the life of Joseph was his faithfulness. And so everywhere that Joseph was, you see, Joseph had this big dream, and it wasn't his own dream. It was a dream that God gave him. And I know that many of you are a part of this school of ministry because you have been given a dream from the Lord. And here's what I want to say to you. You know what? When it's God's time for that dream, nothing can stop it. And until it's God's time for that dream, nothing can make it happen. And so Joseph discovered that all he needed to do, if he found himself in a pit, he was going to be faithful. If he found himself serving in Potiphar's house, he was going to be faithful. If he found that somebody was lying against him and discrediting him, he was not going to lash back. And so everywhere he was, Joseph was faithful, and Joseph served, and then the Lord just raised him up. And so we believe that God is raising you up, and I think that this incredible truth that a new era of evangelism 
This whole idea that God can't use us until, you know, our name is on some kind of a card and we're in some kind of a poster in some kind of a theater or whatever is really just a lie from the enemy. And Brother Strillo brought us back. This is how he began. He began on the streets preaching, going into bars. I remember the stories he would tell, how he would pick up hitchhikers. Now, I wouldn't encourage anybody to do this, but he would pick up hitchhikers just so that he could witness to them. And uh, anyway, uh, I'll just say this one thing. I love this. I was telling Jerry this morning, a great pastor that I respect greatly. Uh, I was listening to him this morning, and uh, he's a man that loves Brother Cirillo. And this is what he said. He said, uh, you don't have to worry about finding your calling because your calling will find you. And I, I just believe that. And I believe that as we just take in the things Brother Srillo is giving to us, these practical things, feeding those people that are around us that are hungry, you know, meeting the needs, practical needs, uh, then there's going to be just a greater uh, release of God's favor and God wants to use your life in a greater way. Abraham and Sarah, they were tremendous people of hospitality. And the Bible says that when God called Abraham, he was one man. And then Abraham did not have his breakthrough, did not really step into the promise of God until the end of his life. And the Bible says that when God blessed him, you see, when God wants to bless you and when God wants to increase you, nothing will stop it. And the Bible says when God blessed him, he became a great nation. He was not a self-made man. God is not looking for self-made men or women. And then prophecy number two, and then Mark, I'm going to turn it over to you for day two. But prophecy number two, so good. A new strength is coming to the body of Christ. I want you to know, you and I cannot give something that we don't have. And so God wants to get something greater to you before he can get something greater through you. So ministry is not a way to gain the favor of God. Ministry is an outgrowth of the favor of God that's already on your life. And so it's so important today you know, here we want to tell people how much Jesus loves them, and he does. But do you really know how much he loves you? And you see, Jesus wants to be so real to you, and he wants to minister to you, so that your ministry is born out of an experience. It's not you just saying something that Morris Cirillo said, but you are saying something that you have experienced. And Brother Cirillo taught us over and over again that God never wanted to use anybody, never would use anybody till he first gave them an experience. So a new strength is coming into your life and God is ushering you into a new era of evangelism. And then one last thing that he said on day one, I love it because it just really spoke to me and I believe it's a word for you. And it's simply this, Brother Shrillo said, it's time for you to multiply. And that is really what it's, all about. Well, honey, I'm sorry, Mark, uh, day two, you have been called to manifest the ministry of Jesus. What a day. What a day when Dr. Serilo told us what it really means mm -hmm. to be a minister. Mm -hmm. And uh, he said, a minister 
is first and foremost a servant. Amen. Uh, did you know that in, in French, we don't say minister. We say servant of God. Mm. So we don't have that word minister so much. We have servant of God. So this is really what it means to serve other people and to serve their needs. And then he said, Dr. Saylor talking, he said, my beloved army of God. And it is true because when he said beloved, it has, Dr. Saylor never talked just to talk. No. Every word he said was meaningful. And this man has such a love in his heart. And I was watching one of his video recently. I'm watching video every day almost. But as you said, he was crying. He was crying. And he's crying so many times when he preached the word. And I said to God, I said, God, give me that kind of love towards my brothers and my sisters. So he said, my beloved army of God, Jesus is our example of what it means to be a minister. He said, I came not to be ministered unto, but to minister, to unselfishly give of my life to meeting the needs of a suffering humanity. And what a assurance, what a confidence, what a rest to do the ministry when we know that we are a vessel in the hands of God to manifest his love. And I would like to tell you, don't be intimidated by people who try to make their way like this. And, you know, people who refuse to serve, people who will rebel, they rebel and they refuse to serve because they are still bound. But people who accept to submit and people who accept to serve, they serve because they know they have been set free. So what a joy, what a day. And then it leads us to day three. Yes. And honey, what a day that was. So Brother Shrill's message day one was the two prophecies. Day two, Mark just talked to us, reminded us, some highlights from you have been called to manifest the ministry of Jesus, not the ministry of anybody else. And then, honey, day three, one of my favorite, I think, subjects, God has called you to be a voice and not an echo. Amen, amen. And it, it is such a good message and really speaks to the heart of each one of us. Uh, we sometimes have a tendency to compare ourselves with someone else, mm -hmm. and we're looking for the type of ministry that this person has or this person. But a new strength is coming to you today. Mm -hmm. A new yeah. strength is coming to you today. And God is going to have a people. And you've been connected with this ministry, the school of ministry, because you have a hunger for God, mm -hmm. and you want God to use your life. And 
so you are one of those people that God is raising up and a new strength is coming to you. You are going to be strong. You're going to be powerful. And not only going to be, but you are. You are. After this course, God has really done something significant in your life. And I love how this comes next. Look out, devil, here we come. Amen. And so I encourage each one of us, you know, we have a tendency to see the deficiencies in ourselves and think that we can never measure up. Uh, But rejoice. God has made you unique. And here I get to be around powerful men and women of God on a regular basis, but rejoice in how God has made you, and you're unique, and don't think little of yourself. So good. Don't think little of yourself. God has called you in a unique way, and... uh, And I love this final statement. It's not who we are or what we possess, but it's what God can make of us. And so what an encouraging word that Dr. Cirillo gave us on day day three. God has not called you to be an echo, but he has called you to be a voice. And so rejoice in how God has created you unique and uh, walk in obedience to what he is instructing you to. Yeah, honey, I think that is so great. And I think that's really one of the things that Brother Srillo tried to impart to us was just the power of being authentic, yeah. the power of just being who God created you to be. Absolutely. You know, the story of the sons of Sceva, you know, they saw Morris Srillo, you know, casting out devils. And they just decided, I'm going to do it just like Morris uh-huh, did it. Uh-huh. And the devil knows if you know... You know, if you really have that connection. I love Brother Srillo. One of his great statements is that power doesn't travel through words. It doesn't travel through imitation. It travels through a relationship. And so one of the things I think that Brother Srillo really wanted to leave us was that dependency on the Lord and that knowledge that we can be true to who God has called us to be. And when we are that way, that's when we're going to be the most effective. One, one more thing, you know, I, I think this is a, a word of encouragement for the women out there. And I think of Teresa and how uh, she said, I have a call of God on my life. And part of that call of God on her life was to to serve and to stand with Dr. Cirillo. And he would not have been the man that he was without Teresa. And so sometimes as women, sometimes as wives, uh, as mothers, we we forget that that is a calling upon our life also. And it's valuable, it's important, it's not a little thing, it's a big thing. And um, so don't be discouraged or uh, putting yourself down because of that. Amen, amen. Honey, that's such a great, uh, great word of encouragement. Well, Fernando, I know that you loved day four. Oh Brother Cyril <laughs> declared the windows of heaven are opening over your destiny as never before. And I sense, as soon as I read this and, and I saw it, and, and you know, this prophetic it's prophetic. The windows of heaven right now are opening over your destiny as never before. This is for today. That's why these messages are timeless. When I read this, it just exploded in my spirit because 
you know, that's what's occurring. You prob- you're probably sensing right now, you know, because this is a prophetic, day four is so prophetic. It is for right now, for us mm-hmm. here right now in 2021, this season right now, that there's something happening in the, in the, in the, in the Holy Ghost and the windows have been opened. And one of the things Dr. Cirillo taught us, he said, this is not the work of a man. This is the work of the Holy Spirit. And that's what's happening. I mean, he, the Holy Spirit is the greatest teacher. And when, you, and when you capture and you just open your heart to these anointings from these videos, these are not just videos. This, uh, Dr. Cervello was an apostle and a prophet of God and released the impartation and we're raised up under that anointing and that mantle and we released that impartation. And, and he always taught us, it is not the work of a man. Our eyes have always have to be on Jesus. Our eyes and have to know that it is the work of the Holy Spirit. And, you know, right now I'm sensing this as, as the people that are graduating soon, you know, um, it's going, you're, you're going to see an incredible move of God as, as you enter into your destiny and purpose. Uh, and because it's like never, this is like never before. And this is not just for the, the graduates. This is for the current, the people that are in a pulpit ministry or just uh, this is across the board all over the world. The, the windows of heaven are opening over your destiny, your purpose, like never, ever before. And you're probably, I know, not probably, I know without beyond a shadow of a doubt that all of us viewing this and that are in this room are experiencing a move of God in our personal lives that we're just saying wow what is what is going on and this this goes right along with what Dr. Cirillo taught in day four and one of the things I, I love about MC is that you know he is he always said God never intended for the ministry to revolve around the pulpit yeah. That it was not just a preacher on the pulpit. You might have a, a, a big church and praise God. But, you know, God wants to use everyone. It's a body. It's a unit. And this was imparted into my life. And I said, you mean I can preach too? And, I, you know, I was a new Christian. I didn't know. When I got saved and I came to the meetings, I didn't even know how to talk. I had to learn how to talk and how to act around the anointing and around God's presence and around God's people. And, and then, so when I went to preach in the streets or, or around the, wherever doors were open, uh, that teaching in day four, it just made me start working now. I was not going to wait till a, a church asked me to preach. I was not going to wait for somebody to invite me. I, I just said, uh, you know, it doesn't, I heard the man of God, it doesn't revolve around the pulpit. So I started uh, going from people that needed rehabilitation from drug abuse. Uh, to, they called their called crack houses rehabilitation centers in Miami, Florida. And I just started doing that because I believed the men of God. It was not just some, somebody from the pulpit. And, and this is what they four did in my life, you know? Yeah. And, and, you know, he said something incredible. God sees something greater in you. Listen to this. Watch this. You got to see it. God sees something greater in you and God sees something greater for you than you see yourself. I think that's great because the Lord had to deliver me from low self-esteem. Mm-hmm. You know, he had a great plan for my future. He sees me uh, like God sees us with, you know, I have a plan for you. I, I'm with you. You're the lender, not the borrower. I'm going to lead you and guide you in the way that you should go. And he has a plan for each and every one of us. And so I'm learning, even to this point, I turn 60 next month, and I'm learning to see myself at a, at a different level of how God sees me, not how I see myself, not with my mistakes and errors. I just come in agreement with God that says, I am fearfully and wonderfully made. God made no mistakes. I'm learning how to see myself as God sees me more and more. And this is the things I learned. I learned here. I learned from these videos. And, And watch this last one. 
If you are totally committed to God, nothing happens woo, to you by accident. Oh, Come on, somebody. You, if you are totally committed to God, nothing happens. Oh, my God. Nothing happens to us by accident. It is ordained. It is orchestrated. It is planned. And there are, ooh, glory to God. All I can say is, That's, that's the truth. Amen. That's Amen. the truth. And it, it, summarizes, it summarizes Romans 8, 28. If you are totally committed to God, nothing happens to you by accident. You know, uh, Fernando, this day four was really a prophetic word. I love the people who are on Facebook, YouTube, on the podcast, who email us. And I love when they use the expression, I'm tapping in to the anointing. I have one person that I watch. He said, Lord, let this anointing locate me. And this is really a ministry of impartation. And this word that Brother Strillo came out in the beginning of day four and spoke, I tell you what, this was not the pre-planned word of some preacher, but this was the Spirit of God came upon Brother Cirillo, and I just have to read it to us again. God is telling me, this is Brother Cirillo speaking, that our access to him will be greater now in these last days because of the destiny that God has for his people. Now the word of God is either the true or the word of God is not. The Bible says that the glory of the latter house is going to be greater than the glory of the former house. We understand that God is looking for a people that he can do the greater works, that he can give access. I love this. Access to God will be greater. That's the key to your ministry, the access to him. And I just want to pause for a second before Mark takes us into day five. Here's what I want to just remind us. I want to remind us that honor is the currency of promotion. And so many of you, just by your investment of time in these Morris Cirillo School of Ministry courses, have so honored the voice of Dr. Srillo, the ministry that God has used for over seven decades. And I want to congratulate you. And I want to encourage us also to do the same thing that every one of us on this round table have done over and over and over again. You know, God is looking for us to engage him. God is looking for us to do what Jacob did. God is looking for somebody that is intimate, like Mark talks about, that is not just after the blessings, not just after the titles, but is after him. And one of the great ways we can engage God, if you read the Bible, and I know that you do, you'll see it over and over and over. We come through all of these feasts, Passover, Pentecost, Tabernacles, and the Bible instructs us, the Lord says, don't come before me empty-handed. You know why? Because God wants to get something greater to you. God is telling us in this day four, our access to him will be greater now in these last days. And so I just want to uh, encourage you, if you haven't done this yet, we only talk about this once in every course, I want to encourage you in the power of engaging God with an offering that represents your honor 
for what God means to you, what these courses, what this word means to you, I tell you, something supernatural happens. Fernando, I was sharing with the people the last time that we were together during the Proof Producers course in that anointing service when we received the offering and I had a specific need and I had a specific miracle that we were believing God for. God spoke to me as we were on live Facebook that day and said, Greg, I want you to raise the level of your giving. And he asked me to double the gift that we normally give. And I shared with you yesterday, but if you weren't with us yesterday, before the sun went down that day, I received a text message. We received it. Both of us were copied on it that represented the greatest financial breakthrough that we have ever experienced in our life. And I mean, I'm not sitting here telling you God is just going to uh, make you a millionaire. I am telling you this. There are two types of offerings. There's an offering where we go through the motions, and then there's an offering that God responds to. And I just want to encourage you as you sow into this school of ministry, you just sow a gift that really honors what the Lord is doing in your life and in your ministry. And we have a special gift. The Lord spoke to us to make it available for your offering of any amount. Do you know why? Because for somebody, an offering of $20 is like an offering of $20,000 for somebody else. So we're not gonna say, oh, you should give this amount because what that amount is, is between you and God. I love what Mary told the servants at the wedding of Cana. Whatever he says, do it. Do it. And that's what I want to say to you. That's the key. I, I always ask God in offering times and in everything, God, what do, are you saying in ministry? What are you saying about this course today on Facebook? And then, Lord, help me to hear your voice and then help me to do what you're saying. And so I love it because these uh, servants at this wedding, they had a need. They were running out of wine and the wedding still had a few more days to go. And I love what Jesus said to Mary. Mary takes him over in the corner because you know, uh, the servers came to Mary. They thought, okay, let me go to the mother because then she has favor you know, with the son. And instead of going straight to Jesus, they went and, and they said, Mary, talk to your son. We need more wine. What can he do? And I love what Jesus said to Mary. So he's over there and he, he said, mother, this is not my problem. And I love what Mary did. This was incredible. We have to do this sometimes. She went back to these servers and she didn't tell them, hey, Jesus said, this is not my problem. She said to them, whatever he says, <laughs> do it. And here we have the son of the living God, the one who created the heaven and the earth. I want you to know all things were made by him and he became flesh. He became our kinsman redeemer. He literally became a part of the human race. Yes. I mean, he took on flesh and blood so that he could redeem us from sin. He could redeem us from destruction. He could redeem us from sickness. He could redeem us from every work of the curse. And uh, Jesus said to them, listen, 
get those water pots, fill them with water, bring them back. That was not an easy thing to do. They were 30 gallons, 150 pounds each, but they bring them back and then they begin to pour out. And I calculate, Mark, that uh, those, and honey, those, and Fernando, those six water pots equaled about 700 bottles of wine. And I'm not talking about like uh, Walmart wine. I mean, I'm talking about, they said the best, you know, and this is what the Lord has for you. He has saved the best for your last days. And so whatever the Lord says, that is the key. Hear what he's saying, do it today. And our gift to you is this incredible winning the battle for your mind. It is one of Brother Cirillo's uh, spiritual warfare classic library editions, a really uh, beautiful hardcover, gold-edged, over 200 pages, the greatest battle that you and I face. Like we said yesterday, you know, the spiritual stakes have been settled in your life. The battle over your life right now is right here. The battle over your mind, there's two voices. What do you believe? That's the greatest battle over your life. What do you believe about God? What do you believe God believes about yourself? So anyway, we wanna invest that in your life and in your ministry. We just thank you for your faithfulness and just thank you. I just wanna encourage you, stay connected, stay connected, stay connected. Mark day five, Brother Srillo took us behind the scenes in the spirit world, one of my favorite messages, and he revealed God's master plan of the ages. And what a sense of divine destiny. And as I said during the week, not only you are in the will of God, mm. but you are the will of God. Amen. And by knowing that, and then Dr. Serilo, as a wise father, said, okay, we have that master plan, but then something needs to happen to each and every one of us. God needs to take you through a spiritual experience because God has never used anyone and will never use anyone before first giving that person a spiritual experience. And if you don't know what I'm talking about, you might consider in your time of prayer saying, Father, give me that spiritual experience. And I can tell you this is the kind of prayer God will answer. <laughs> you don't have anything that God needs. That's why we need that spiritual experience because we don't have anything that God needs, but we need, yeah. we need, I need. Father, I need what God has. Wow. And he says, because God is not depending on anything that you possess. Amen. God is depending on what he can make of you through the power of the Holy Ghost. And not another Holy Ghost, but the same Holy Spirit that was upon the life of Jesus Christ. The same Holy Spirit is upon my life and is upon your life. And now, 
We need to know, and I, I love that last statement I want to bring forth. Through that walk, through that journey, we will face opposition. We will face challenges. But then Dr. Serilo reminded us something so important. Do you know why the gates of hell cannot prevail against us and against you? He says, it's because the devil, never forget that, the devil is not dealing with you or even dealing with humanity. The devil is dealing with God and the son of the living God. And the good news is that the battle is the Lord and the victory is the Lord. And if the victory is the Lord, the victory is also ours. Amen. That's so great. So great, so great. I, I just have to encourage you, use the uh, time that you have now. Watch day five again, day four, day three, day two, as we begin to send you your quizzes, also as we get to prepare for the new anointing. But honey, it takes us to day six, and we're going to come in for a landing here in just a few moments. Day seven is coming, but day six, this is something... We would hear Marasurlo say almost every day. <laughs> he was not a spiritually patient uh, person because he just believed that we're in a race against time, and we are. And so the day six message was simply, what are you waiting for? <laughs> uh, amen. That just so stirs me up, and you're absolutely right. It's exactly something that Dr. Cirillo would say. And on day five, you know, uh, Dr. Cirillo said that all fear is uh, breaking off of our life and really sets us up for day six. What are you waiting for? And it's, an, it's a question for all of us, and it motivates all of us. And And uh, I love how he points out that the reason Jesus's ministry was mostly outside of the synagogue, outside of the church, was because the poor were outside of the synagogue. Mm. The sick were outside. The destitute, the brokenhearted mm. were outside of the synagogue. And if Jesus was going to fulfill the purpose that the Father sent him into this world to fulfill, he had to go outside the synagogue. Sure. And that is the same for each one of us. Yeah. And, you know, sometimes it's easy to see somebody who's in need, somebody who needs to hear uh, the message of Jesus Christ, the saving message of Jesus Christ. And we might think, well, uh, I'll wait till somebody invites them to church or I'll wait for the pastor to tell them about Jesus. And that uh, really that fear of rejection even comes uh, over us. We think, well, I'm not really sure what to say or what if they reject me? Well, here is a key. This is a very important key. If you are focusing in on yourself, 
uh, then you might have that fear of rejection, that mm -hmm. fear of, I don't know what to say. But if you're focusing in on the needs of the person, mm, the needs of the destitute person that's there, the needs of the sick, if you focus on their needs, then that fear is not gripping your heart. You're not afraid of what you're going to say or, or, or if you're going to be rejected, because it's not about you, it's about them. And uh, the love of Jesus, that's one of the things I really noticed with the in-home prayer ministers. I listened to a lot of the prayer calls, and it's really the love and the care and the compassion mm. that comes through the in-home prayer ministers that impacts the person on the other line. Mm. They, even if uh, the prayer is not the most anointed or powerful, but the love that they're showing really is what is felt by the other person. And so what an encouraging word. What are you waiting for? You have everything you need, and, and you have the love of God in you, and that's very, very valuable. And then I love this one. It's time for us to come out of the ruts of the harvest yep. and step into a new era of evangelism. Amen. And we all have people around us with needs, and it's something that we can be happy to help others. It's not waiting for the big ministry to come along, but we all have something we can do today, and, to, and we can be happy to do it. It's not a hard thing. The Lord's not calling us to do a hard thing. He's calling uh, to us to do something. He's put the, the rod in our hand. He's put the desire in our heart, and we could all step out in faith and uh, really receive our marching orders and get up and get busy. Yes, you know, and you know, one of the great things that the Lord has taught us, I think, through Brother Strollo's life, is that the anointing of God is there when you need the anointing of God to be there. So it's not like the lightning bolts come before you step out. And so sometimes pray for that person. I don't feel the anointing, but they're sick. I'm gonna pray for them. And then all of a sudden you put yourself in a position to need the anointing. You know, and then, honey, day seven, and we're gonna pray, uh, was amazing. And I think it really just summed up everything. Number one, on the day seven, we had the anointing and impartation service. So please, if you didn't uh, participate in that, don't miss it. I tell you, there was a really precious presence of God and a release of the anointing. But Brother Srillo's closing message, true ministry is a demonstration of the love of God. I mean, that just really makes it simple. Ministry is not performance. You know, God is not a performance-based God. He is a love-based God. And God loves you. God accepts you. God forgives you. And I love the parable that Jesus taught was he said that, listen, if you have been forgiven much, now it is easier for you to forgive, and it's our mandate to forgive, and it's our mandate to love, but I just have to say over and over again that we can't give something that we don't have. And so, Father, today we just ask that you would cause every student to know how special they are, Lord, to know how forgiven they are, to know how empowered they are, to know, God, how loved they are. Lord, you said, forget not all of your benefits. 
God, benefits are not something that we earn. Benefits are blessings, and you forgive all of our iniquities, and you heal all of our diseases. You fill our mouth with good things. You save us from destruction. You renew our strength. A new strength is coming to your people. And God, a new era of evangelism. Lord, only 2% of the church, I mean of the world, can fit inside of the church building. There's 98% of this world that is waiting for somebody that will fasten their eyes upon them and care for them and love for them. And so Lord, we just ask that you would use every single one of us today Number one, Lord, let us know, God, how you love us, how you cherish us. God, how you chose us. We didn't choose you. And then, Lord, make us instruments of your love and of your power and of your forgiveness. In Jesus' mighty name, thank you, Lord. 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 Wow. Well, on behalf of David, who is our president, David Cirillo, Teresa Cirillo, our first lady, all of our team here, we just want you to know, honey, I love what you were saying about the in-home prayer ministers. This is what we believe. Miracles happen when someone cares. And we really do care what happens to you. That phone number that's on all of these school of ministry broadcasts, that number is not just for when you're watching, but that number is available seven days a week, and it's not a call center, but you're actually connecting with a prayer minister that's connected with the anointing from this ministry. And so please, we're with you maybe an hour a day, Monday through Friday, on these podcasts and uh, videos on Facebook and YouTube. But take that number down and use it, and uh, use the emails, and uh, watch the videos again. So on behalf of David Cirillo, our incredible president, Teresa Cirillo, the first lady of world evangelism, on behalf of Mark and Fernando, my beautiful wife, Jerry, all of our team here, let me just remind you that miracles still happen when someone cares. We care what happens to you. We will see you next time live from Legacy in Jesus' name.